0: Hello, and welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop, your one-stop for board game news and reviews. Hold on to your pants, it's time for a special episode. Hey, I'm Peter, and I'm here with Jason. Yo, my peoples, what's up? And Steve. Hey, guys. And Colin. Hey, hey, hey. And Barrett. Greetings. And my partner in crime, my brother from another mother, Mike, what's up?
1: Oh, I was here at episode one, and we're here at episode 200, baby! Whee! Woo!
0: Finally made it. Actually, we had an episode zero also. Oh, that's right. So, oh. <laughs> we're not really a 200. In fact, I got a, a little bit of trivia. I know we like to do that. But first, let's thank our Patreon supporters. And then we'll get into our uh, trivia before we get full head on into the episode.
1: By the way, if you're just jumping in, this is the third episode in which we are going through to celebrate the 200th episode of the podcast. And we're also on Shelf Stories. So thank you, Jason. This is us celebrating by going through our top 50 co-op games. So if you missed the last two episodes, like pause and go watch those or go listen to those. But uh, yes, we'd like to thank every week our amazing Patreon supporters who help us uh, defray the cost of putting on the podcast, uh, buying games, getting equipment, all that stuff. You keep us running and keep us bringing you the great content we do. So thank you all so much. This week, we're going to thank Brian Weisberg, who is a co-op lover. Kyle Dellis, a co-op lover, and Dave Snyder. Uh, Dave, we go way back with. Uh, David Snyder is a co-op MVP. So Brian, Kyle, and Dave, thank the three of you so much. And thank you again to all of our patrons and everyone who uh, subscribes or uh, is on our Discord or uh, listens to the podcast or has rated us or given us a review. All that stuff helps. We appreciate all of it.
0: Alrighty. And one of the things that our Patreon supporters help us do is run contests. And we had one that we're going to talk about at the end of this episode, because all of the listeners out there, we had you guys vote on your top co-ops of all time. And so we're going to uh, go over that at the end after we go over our top 10 list. All right. Let's talk about how many tracks total do we have? Now we have 200 episodes, but there was obviously an episode zero. So we have at least 201. Anybody have a good guess about
2: how many episodes we have?
3: Nope. 201.
2: <laughs> 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 well, what else counts as tracks? Like maybe filling in on like what What else? What else? So has anything, anything, down any down? updates, any, oh, like gosh. I had a first
0: impressions video at one point. We had an unlock update. I'll, I'll, so I'll give you a clue. It's more than 200. Um, like literally right after the unlock episode, which is episode three, we had an update because the app got updated and we complained about the app for like half of the episode. And then literally before it, like, Uh, Two days after the episode released, we had a track about that. Actually, our first one of these episodes. So I'll give you the answer. It's 210 total. So it's actually not as much as I thought it would be. We didn't have that many over. But our first unnumbered one was between, I think, episode two and three. So right before the unlock one, which was my first impressions are important thing. So Similar to a lot of the content that I do, I uh, get very excited and I just couldn't wait another week to make another episode. So I put out this like, it was a design discussion about how important first uh, impressions are. So that was the first one of those. All right, Colin, I'm going to start with you. What was the first episode? So this is a little trivia for you guys. What was the first episode you were on?
4: Oh, gloom.
0: no, Spirit Spirit Island. You think it was Spirit Island?
4: Mm, yes.
0: Yes, you're right. That's number nine, yes. okay, episode good. nine. So the uh, second question, how many takes did we have? Three. <laughs> I know that one. Three freaking takes. One was my fault? <laughs> <laughs> so the first, so we, we got done for those that don't know the story, is the great story. So we got done recording the first time. And I said, all right, Colin, just send me over your track. He's like. Wait, I was supposed to be recording. It was our first (laughs) time ever having a guest. I never told Colin that he was supposed to be recording his side. So he didn't record. So then we go for take two and we literally get to the end and I turn around to stop my computer from recording. And I'm like, "Uh, guys, my computer shut down at some point. It was like 10 minutes into the recording. My computer completely shut down. (laughs) We've been recording for like another hour and a half. And then the third take, Mike's like, I'm out. I can't do this again. So Mike wasn't (laughs) on. So Colin and I did a third take. And then I took all three of those takes and edited down to one episode. So I don't know if you'll be able to tell or not. I haven't listened to that one in a while, but like, that is the only time this has ever happened. It was multiple takes. The only time we've ever had to do multiple takes. And it was three that we combined down to one. All right, Barrett, let's go to you. Um, do you know the first episode of one of the podcasts that you
3: were on? First podcast I was on, I had to been on with Elijah and Steve, and I'm gonna guess. Wow, is it Nemesis? I don't know the answer to that because I couldn't find you. Actually, I thought 198 was <laughs>
0: your
1: first episode. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you found it. You're the worst so trivia match ever. Yet. He was like, yes, yes, it is Nemesis. Yes, that was good, it. Good job. You figured it, it
2: out. A, that wasn't it. a trivia question. That was actually asking you. Do you <laughs> I, would, I was literally just asking you
3: if you knew because oh, I couldn't that's find funny. it. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember it had to been on with Elijah and Steve. Do you, ever, do you remember Steve? Was it Nemesis, do you think? It
5: or might have, have been, it? been Nemesis. I think you're right on that one. because
3: yeah. yeah. I think I did a playthrough and you're like, hey, do you want to join us on the podcast
5: or something? I think you reached out to me. Yeah, because wow. we were both playing Nemesis at the same time yeah. And so and I was having a like, fantastic
3: hey, experience with it And you were having a whole hum experience with it
5: Well, it was funny because like your number one best thing about it Was like one of my cons And one, you know, so that, we were like flip flopped. So good the, the noise mechanic, right? Like you loved how it worked, Barrett and Steve hated
1: it I remember that Yep, yeah, yep yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. I'm going to keep going around the table. Mike, I'm not going to ask you what your first episode was. You'd probably be able to figure that out. I, I, I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. So, what was our first big guest that people would know? You guys are all big, big time for sure. But what was our bi- first big guest that people would know on I the mean, podcast?
1: The the one that sticks out to me was uh, we were at a convention and we interviewed uh, Matt Leacock, who designed Pandemic. Is that the yep. one?
0: Yep, it, episode 27. That I was so uh,
1: starstruck. We went into like some random room yep. and he was there and I was like, hey Matt Leacock, you are you know, spindly and unassuming and you are not intimidating at all, but I'm still scared of you, you know? <laughs> it, was, it was very well, odd.
0: It's like we said in our top 10 things to know about game design, like a couple episodes ago, like you're not going to become famous from this. Mike didn't know who he was when he walked in the room. He's
1: like, oh, who's recording with us today? Right? Like, I mean, even one of the well, number that- one... Now, 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 now to clarify, I knew who Matt Leacock was. I didn't know that guy was Matt Leacock. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Correct. Correct.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I thought it was kind of funny. All right. So we'll go to somebody else or anybody can reach out to this right afterward. I thought you might actually get that wrong. Right afterward, we had another big name guest on. Anybody remember who that was? It was a two. (laughs) We broke it into two episodes, actually. It was episode 31 and 32 we had another big, he was actually a fan of the podcast. Mike, you Stegmaier? can't answer this.
2: Oh, Jamie stegmeier it, it yep.
0: Jason, yeah. that's right. Jamie stegmeier yeah, came no, on right on
2: there.
0: Came right after that. All right, Steve, I'm not going to, oh, no, Jason can't
2: skip Jason. Jason, what was your first episode and what did we review? It would, it would have to have been a pandemic because I was the pandemic correspondent for <laughs> Once Up Quad Shop. Right. Still a pandemic correspondent for Once Up right. Quad Shop. Haven't gotten enough. We need to get pandemic season zero at the table. I need to play it anyway. I need to play uh, it too. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, pandemic season one.
0: It was not. It was close though. You're, you're right on the right track. It was pandemic legacy season two.
2: Ah. Was it? Really? Yes. Oh, it was episode like the first 15. impressions or something? Yeah, okay. No,
0: no, it was a full... We had just finished it, and Mike and I are had played it together, so we wanted to get somebody else's outside that opinion. was wrong.
2: We did not complete the whole thing. <laughs> I think no, it was no. just off of like the first game or two. I specifically remember waiting for you guys. To, yeah. Like we had done the first couple of games. We did the episode, and I'm like, okay. And then I played it with my group, and I was waiting for you guys, and then... You guys were dragging butt because it was not a pleasurable run that's, through that game. That's
1: accurate. And it was not a for
2: year us. later that I was because I was going to have you guys on my show and have another couple of guests, and then by so, then I'd forgotten what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so, we so never maybe we had hadn't finished at episode two.
0: fifteen. It might've been uh, right afterwards was Liz first episode. I know she's not here today, but that was episode 17 with Dragonfire. fire oh, uh, Dragonfire. <laughs> so that's when Mike and I decided if we don't love a game, we'll bring somebody on who does love it. So and then she when... was
1: like, I don't like this game either. We were like, ah, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we messed up.
0: <laughs> All right. So let's get over to Steve. Steve, do you remember who your first guest was? Now, this Count, idea yeah. like,
1: Elijah, like counting, not counting Elijah, right?
0: Not counting Elijah. So, this is actually after Colin left, I believe. So, his first wife, like, guest host, who was it?
5: My wife, Kim. Just say I yes, know, Peter. Just say that's yes. That's not what I
0: had. I oh had, my gosh. <laughs> I had Howard for episode 30, Seven yeah. Stages Before of a Board one. Gamer.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, and then, that actually, episode. your next episode.
0: episode, for your next episode 33, you had John, Heavy versus Light Game. So, you mm-hmm. actually had a couple of guest hosts back to back, right when Colin was taking a break from doing the podcast. So we got Colin back though for episode 200, for sure.
1: Right, right when Colin's <laughs> taking a break from everything. <laughs> yeah, that was when I
0: was selling the house. It was a little crazy. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. Yes.
0: Yes. All right. So the only other fact we've got up here, and you know, this is a, a trivia question for everybody. We've only missed one week ever. This is crazy. I mean, there's a lot of us, but we've never missed a week. Since we started doing this, unless somebody can prove me wrong. Now, Mike and I started, it was every was every other week. It was every other week. But since Steve and Colin joined us, I don't think we've missed a week unless I'm missing something here. And Jason's filled in some weeks and stuff like that. But I did cheat one week to get us content. So in episode 46, I did Mike's five and five reviews. (laughs) So I took those from the YouTube channel and put them in the podcast. So any idea, there were six games actually that, that we had covered there. This we're like, Oh, we're going to start doing this all the time. Cause we're like, we need to break every once in a while. And we never did it again. But for episode 46, we did any idea what Mike's first six, five and five reviews were. I mean, just give me any of them. I mean, Harry Anything. Potter,
1: I know, was the first one. Was legendary Reckoners? Encounters?
0: Yes to Reckoners. No to Legendary Encounters.
1: Ooh, it was when I was dressing up. Spirit Island?
0: Spirit Island was one.
1: Street Arkham Masters? LCG? Yep. Street Masters? Was there Street Masters in there? No, yeah. Street Masters was later. I got more uh-huh. experimental. Thunderstone Quest?
0: Thunderstone Barricades is what oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. had it listed as. Yep. What's and one, one more. Oh, uh, a giant uh, mini in the middle of the table for no reason.
1: Oh God, th- Thanos uprising, Thanos whatever. Rising, yes Oh, that game, I loved it It was great, everyone go th- That's going to be our number one today Thanos Rising <laughs> And you know what, you know what Don't stop with Thanos, if you go to different countries You can get Harry Potter You can yep. get like Star Darth Wars Vader. with Darth Vader mm-hmm. And they're all the best games By everyone <laughs>
6: That
0: sarcasm. That is definitely sarcasm I don't think any of us like Any of those games <laughs> All right. So one more fun fact, and this is something I just listened to today for episode for our one year anniversary episode, Mike, you and I actually did not record together at the beginning. We had two separate reviews, and this is for anybody out there. We had two separate reviews with two groups of people, and I listened to it today with my whole family, not the whole episode, but part of it, it was awesome. It was your kids, right? No, it, yep.
1: P- Peter's with his kids, and I was yeah. with Vanessa. And I did, oh, you did Vanessa. I did Legacy of Dragonholes and you did the pirate game. Is that right? Yep.
0: A tale of pirates, yes. Yeah. And I listened to it with my kids you today. And my daughter, I think she was six at the time, was so adorable on that episode. The whole episode might not be worth listening to, but <laughs> listening to my daughter was hilarious on there. My son, too, he was pretty funny. But my daughter cracked me up today. We were listening to it. It was hilarious. So that was our one year anniversary episode. We
2: didn't even review anything together for that one. That's right. And now huh. we're closing in on what, five years of. Co- of uh, wait, wait, what,
1: what was our first episode? I was going to ask
2: you. You know, <clears throat> I can't
0: find the dates anymore. I don't know what's going on. Now, if I look back, if I listen to that one year episode, I bet at one point we say, oh, it's this date and and that's where it was. So I will have to figure that out. But I don't think SoundCloud tracks the date. It used to tell you the exact date of the recording. So I never wrote it down because I just looked it up every time. Now oh I goodness. have no clue.
4: You
3: could get a ballpark figure since you've only ever really missed one week. You could just count back 200 episodes and then maybe near the oh. beginning, skip a couple because you were going every other week.
1: So, so, Peter, if this helps, my first video on the YouTube channel was July 2018. So I think we were like March 2017, I want to say somewhere in there.
0: That sounds about I mean, it, it was mid 2017, I believe is right. So it's a little, it's around four years. We're almost at four years now, I think. Without missing a week, which is crazy when you think about it. All right, oh. let's get into the top 10. Now we had some uh, nostalgia. Thanks for uh, indulging us on that. I know that's one of my favorite things, and I've gotten a lot of feedback on that, that people like that as well, just kind of going down memory lane. So we appreciate you guys indulging us on that one. But yeah, so, let's get into our top 10 games.
1: So so, so before Jason uh, leads us off with our top 10 games, I wanted to uh, look back. So uh, Peter mentioned the contest. A uh, part of entering the contest, we had uh, over, I think, 150 people enter. So thanks, everybody. Was them sharing their top co-op games. Mm. And I went through the list and found all the ones we've mentioned so far. And then for the uh, upcoming games, Jason, if you don't mind, after we talk about them, I just want to throw in what the viewers said, sure. uh, viewers sure. and listeners. So their number 20 did not make our list. I think uh, Jason said it was in the 60s, was KDM. That was number 20. Not a lot of people voting for it, but the ones who did put it very high, that's what we have been.
3: There you go, Barrett. I got my baby. lovers out there. It <laughs> is <laughs> such a cult game, and it's at price point. That's really exactly. what it is. That's really what it is.
1: Journeys in Middle-Earth was their number 17, which sounds similar to us, right? Didn't we have it like around 15 or something? 14.
2: Mi- 14.
1: Okay. Mechs versus Minions was 16. Cthulhu Death May Die was 14. Mm-hmm. Oh, What? street masters i think they had higher than us it was their mm-hmm. 13 we, we were back like in the 20s right 31 th- oh, 31 okay eldritch horror was number 12 mm-hmm. the crew was number 11 and base pandemic was number seven mm-hmm. now it got a little fuzzy if i mixed in like rise of rome but th- th- i had very few people voting for like individual games like that so just base pandemic number seven. Anyway, so I think there are some that won't be on our list. And I think there are some that will be coming up soon. So I'll stop there. <laughs> Take it away, Jason.
2: We're doing a pile of games. We're doing episode 200. This could be as long as humanly possible. And <laughs> it's all good. We are navel gazing. <laughs> Look at those navels. Look at them. They're so beautiful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is our self-indulg- indulgent episode. Mm-hmm. So self-indulgent episode. Although
1: Self-indulgent.
2: Indulgent. <laughs> that's right. That, that, means, that That's why we have Baron. For the dungeon part, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, I I became introduced to these gentlemen through my podcast, Every Night Is Game Night, which had a year or so plus head start. And I left off that podcast at episode one ninety. And so, ah. this is my pleasure to be able to kind of drift back into this area nice. and you know enjoy a 200 which my podcast didn't get but i'm here at shelves. oh you so did
0: yeah, i mean because you got it with us right here this is it this is uh this is you it. know this is this is number 200 this is uh the combined number 200.
1: And, and i think to go to the trivia i think i know the first time one of us was on your podcast which was when peter mm-hmm. had only played seventh continent a single time <laughs> in a dark hold on hold on if you haven't heard the story in a dark bar with people who never realized there was a map on the back of the card. <laughs> so they just wandered all, like, like Colin, they were playing Sleeping Gods, but the game didn't want them to be playing Sleeping Gods. They weren't allowed to go anywhere. And it was like the worst experience of his life, and he just complained the entire episode about how this game sucks so much <laughs>
3: because of that one experience.
0: And do you know how many times I've played it since then?
3: Zero, zero. 0 <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've never gone back. all that, was- <laughs> oh, that it's that one of my top ten isn't making the list. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, sorry, Barrett.
1: I, 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 Barrett, I didn't put it up because I've only played it solo. I haven't played it co-op, but I, 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 I like it, my, and I'm I really excited about wife, Seven Citadel. Right? Didn't I sell you yeah. my, send you my prototype for Seven Citadel, Brand? Yep. Yeah.
3: I got it.
2: I it's yeah, it's on that game. I'm super
0: excited about Seven Citadel. So I'm sure that one will make our next top fifty, yeah, Barrett. Yeah,
2: yeah. It happened. Top ten co-ops from the one-stop co-op shop for episode 200. This is the creme de la creme. Lots and lots of high grades. Lots and lots of positive opinions. We are going to start with number ten. It is a game that one of us ranked number one overall. And just to, for a reference, we've already covered my number one game, Pandemic. We've covered Band's number one game, Kingdom Death. Every single one of us had a different number one game overall. So this got to be me. A, Okay, so then are we, do, are we agreed that we are going to talk about Peter's number one game right now?
1: I'm sure it's not mine, so I think it's Peter's.
2: Okay, it is indeed sure. Peter's. It is Marvel mm-hmm. Champions LCG. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing it all the time. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just such a good game. That's the bottom line. Like, I love it. I've been playing all the time. I've been playing solo. I've been playing a co-op. Doesn't matter. It's just so much fun for me. It distills the LCG system. And I think the thing they got the best about it is the individual hero packs. Because I can just pick up a hero pack and I can play today and every new hero pack that comes out, I'm doing it on the stream channel now and that's what I'm doing. I'm literally, without ever having looked at it before, I'm picking an enemy and I'm playing it. I've never looked at any of the cards, nothing else, and I can just bring it to the table and play it. And it's got that grab and play ability that I think none of the other LCGs has. But yet, I was just on a podcast last week where... They were talking. I mean, they were digging deep. I mean, they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff that I've never done before in the game because I'm playing it at a different level and you can do that and it gives you all those options. And that's probably the best thing. If you want to make some of the most powerful decks and do some of the coolest stuff you've ever seen done, you can do it in this game. So just to geek out a little bit, Black Panther is a deck that is based around like building up his equipment and then playing these cards called Wakanda Forever, which basically, (laughs) (laughs) which basically makes them all activate. So it's super powerful ability. He's got five of those cards in his deck and he's got like four different upgrades and he literally triggers them all every time he plays that. I played a game with Terrence where he played Black Panther and didn't play one upgrade the entire game. He literally just played it where he brought out a bunch of allies and boosted them. And he stayed mostly on his alter ego side and like drew more cards because he was doing that. He just had so many cool combos and things he could do from that alter ego side, which I've never seen a character played mostly on their alter ego side. Normally you're on your hero side beating them up, but he wasn't doing that at all. So I just, there's so many different things you can play with it, but at the same time, I can bring it to the table and teach it to somebody, no problem. The first time, what's your favorite superhero? Here's a deck it's already put together for you and we're going to have fun.
2: I'll go to Colin now because it didn't quite land for him as solidly. Oh yeah, I just it didn't
4: work as well, but that's because I have three LCGs. Uh, when you put that one in, and you you look at Arkham Horror and Lord of the Rings, they're more up my alley. I'm more into the theme of Lord of the Rings, Arkham Horror. I'm more into the campaign. You do have one campaign box with uh, Marvel Champions, but it's just. If you play that with more than two or three people, it becomes a slog. Oh, yeah. No, no. Very slow. In the other LCGs, I feel a lot more simultaneous. Marvel Champions, you do a lot of sitting around, especially at higher player counts. So it just didn't work as well for me. But that's fine. It's still a good game, though. And, And I love how you use your cards as your resources. What a great way to cycle your deck so you get to see all your cards in your game. I will say, even
0: though it's my number one game, I don't really want to play it with more than two. I I think it's great solo and I think it's best at two. And so that's why I listed it so high, even as a cooperative game. I think it's just great at two players, but I agree with you three and four, unless everybody really knows the game. I don't want to play
2: that high account. Go go ahead, Mike. I interrupted you.
1: Yeah. So just real quick stats. uh, This was number three for the people in our poll and the highest of the fantasy flight cooperative LCGs.
6: Yes. (laughs) But yes. (laughs) Yes. Vindication.
1: (laughs) It's actually one of the lower ones for people rating it. Their number one out of our top ten for them. It was like very like spread across kind of support for it, and uh, everybody
0: <laughs> likes it because it's great.
6: <laughs> all right, all right.
0: I think we've solved. I think we've solved the Arkham Horror versus Lord of the Rings. The answer is Marvel
2: Champions, baby.
1: <laughs> Woo! For you, Peter. The for people you, have spoken. So the people have
2: spoken. Uh, I wonder if we're going to see Arkham Horror or LCG penetrate this top ten. Hmm. <laughs> we shall see all right so we are going to move to our number nine and we're going to move to mike i believe who has rated this rated highest it is kind of a surprise that it landed this high for me can be honest with you uh because i think there are a lot of better party games party-ish games but this one has a special charm because people have probably played the other variants of it code names duet
1: oh yeah Oh, my gosh. I love Codenames Duet. And the thing is, uh, I know it's like sort of a two-player game. So this is a – it's the cooperative variant of Codenames where you have all these cards laid out in a grid. You can have uh, words or they made Codenames Pictures where it's pictures. And two teams have people trying to give them clues without the clues bridging into other stuff and trying to give clues that refer to several cards. So Duet is the two-player co-op one but I played this with teams. That's why I really Mm -hmm. love this one at a lot. I'll do like two uh, with two or, you know, three on one side, three on the other. And I just love code names for me. This eclipses just one, although I enjoy just one too. Now it's not as good of like a big party game. I don't really want to play this as often with like six or eight. And just one is fine for that. But with two players or three players or four players, like what a good fun time, just silliness happening giving them a clue and they pick the assassin. You're like, how could you get that? and When I said blue, how could you think of a space astronaut? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, like, that's that kind of like goofiness. It's so fun. I play with my son. I play with my wife. I play with my family, like my parents. Just an awesome, very accessible game that uh, I, I dare you to sit down and play this just one time. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those, you, you got to play it like eight times in a row. And did not make the top 20 for our viewers, though. So sad.
2: Steve did not. Um, You, you rated a very high too,
5: right, Steve? Oh, yeah. Great, I love the game too, and I will play with big groups on this one. This one works well, and the thing I like about it is it's great at the beginning of a game night because people are are trickling in, and as they come in, they just say, like, "Hey, just join." What in the middle of the game? No, it's fine. Just join, no big deal, and it works. <laughs> yep. Right. Or if they need to leave, you know, I, I, yeah. I got to go by the time. Just no big deal. Just leave because you get as long as you have two teams, it still works. Right. So it's great for that. And actually, speaking of just one, I often combine this with just one because I actually take the cards and code names duet and I use those as the just one cards as well. So you get more variety in that game. But yeah, honestly, code names is great. Love it. Okay. That was our number
2: nine. Uh, Number eight, we are going to a Steve special over here. Steve loves survival games. And so what is the preeminent cooperative survival game on the market right now, Steve?
5: Robinson Crusoe.
2: Seventh Continent. No, I'm kidding.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> yes, I love this game. I I love this game because it has the I go out and do something, and then it comes back and haunts me type effect, yes, right? Yes. And that is that is such a cool mechanic in the game. And so there's a lot of different scenarios, but basically in this game, you are trying to build equipment or, or things to help you survive, and you have weather effects. You can go beast hunting. You have to go gather materials, and the scenarios do change up a lot. It can get kind of rough with the dice rolling, but the mitigation's there because as long as you spend more time doing it, you instantly succeed. So it's like, do I take the chance? like do I, do I risk it here or I really need this, I'm gonna guarantee I'm gonna get what I need by this. And I don't know, I love this game. Huge, huge fan. I'm really looking forward to the new collectors edition coming out like at the end of this month. So yeah, I'll have my eyes on that one.
2: Where they and they will collect like all the different because they have scenarios all over the place, like you know, yeah. promo here, but they're going to collect them all in one thing. Like the Sentinels collected all the, the hero variants in one thing, so kind of a culminating point for that product. I think it's a better solo than co op game. I find that. When it comes to like at least even three players, two is okay, whatever. Like To me, like a one and a two player is is fine because chances are that second player is somebody who you really like. And it's like, you work it out. But once you get three, I just don't think that each individual action piece is interesting enough decision, right? It's like, okay, I put my thing here because usually it coordinates with your profession. So like, you know, you have your profession, you're a forager, you're whatever the the, the things are. And it's like, okay, I'm going to put my thing on my profession that so I get a little bonus and I'm going to go grab a pizza. (laughs) <laughs> and like, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> so, like, at a higher player count as a cooperative game, I just don't I just don't think it's like there. but uh, yes, everything that you said in terms of the story and the emergent and the things happening coming back, and just, you know, I loved Mystery Tales, the expansion there. That was a nice little progression. Mike, you had this rated lower, I think, not that you hated it, but like it was just kind of not um, as resonant with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, what what you said, I think the actions can be very dull with co-op. I kind of prefer it more uh, multi-handed solo generally where like those pawns become just resources for me to use. I despise the action dice. I mean, it was enough for me to like really (laughs) not want to play this game. i despise them. One of my least liked, oh my gosh, so many ways I would have done that differently if I was designing it. I hate it. I I hate it. I hate losing actions. Peter knows this. We strive. It's it's frustrating
0: to waste actions.
1: Yeah. in, In every design we do, what we always do, and hey, any designers listening, if you want to at least make me happy, do this. Don't take away the action. Do some other cost. So like the thing that frustrates me is Robinson Crusoe already has this. They have the damage on the other die. They have the adventure, which is often a negative thing. So instead of making it be nothing, just have the nothing side be you still succeed, but you take damage and you have an adventure. Done, I'd be totally happy. I hate the fact that I'll spend actions and have nothing happen. Especially when like <laughs> when I'm playing like three player and that is one half of my contribution to the entire turn. There's like seven turns in the game. But but in this
3: team, you're all mostly going Simo. So even if you only have one action, like, I don't know, I've played this at all different player counts and we've had a blast every single time. So have I. Must be the non-Minnesotans. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand why people just don't enjoy it. But yeah, the non Minnesotans, that's. Well, it. That's again, I mean, nice. I
1: mean, you heard what I'm saying. Like, I lost one out of 14 of no, my but contributions to the game because totally really disagree.
4: So you it's... are getting a benefit when you fail. There are yeah. times when I want to fail because I'm getting my determination, which yeah. then oh, triggers no. my abilities that then I <laughs> can use to help the team. There are times when I do an action where I'm like, hey, actually, if I don't get this, that's actually a good thing because I want to be able to trigger my ability to get us food so we can survive for the next night. All right, uh, so yeah, I,
3: I can dig out something from the hunt deck because I have this extra I- the inspiration. I can do I it. Mean, I, don't, I don't want to talk too much
1: more because it's on an upcoming episode of Shelf Life, but my goodness, I, this sounds I, easy. I'd <laughs> rather play uh, Frostpunk personally. <laughs> I don't
3: know. I've, <laughs> I, my wife and I have always had a blast playing this at two players and I even had an experience once actually Colin, through a polo after we thought we won because we're like okay we actually got off the side it's like the first time we actually did this like we did it we got it we got off the raft hey colin do we actually have to complete the turn it really just says that we just need to like get the raft right and he's like no you have to complete the turn and you hear my wife in the back no <laughs> and so the next day it was back on the table and we were playing again she's like we're gonna beat this thing so we played it two more days we all failed both times went back on the shelf oh, came back out the next weekend she goes can we play a different scenario this time I'm like yeah we totally can <laughs> we lost that scenario gets <laughs> so it's like her nemesis game it, like, it, it definitely sounds fun
1: baron <laughs> it it sounds... Too. i think
3: mike
0: and i are the, the lowest, lowest. And it's probably because we like to win games that we play. You know, people are like, oh, my gosh, it's the toughest co-op I've ever played. I'm like, "Okay, that doesn't make it good. Anybody can make a game tougher. Like, you know, just, you know, give you five less life or whatever. Like, I can make any game hard or any game easy. It doesn't make it good because it's hard. So I think Mike and I just like our co-ops a little bit easier.
1: Anyway, I I, I don't want to spend too long on this one, but uh, the number, this is the number 10 one for our listeners, so just slightly below us, because it's number eight, I think, right, Jason? This is number eight we're talking about? Number eight, yeah. But it was the one that had the fewest number one choices out of all the top tens. A single person said number one. It was very heavy in the middle. Like, a lot of people, I guess, have it in their collection and still play it a lot and has good fond memories, but I'm guessing they're not playing it, like, a lot consistently these days, would be my interpretation.
4: Cause it's a great game <laughs>
1: or, because they, uh, or because they've convinced themselves it's a classic, but don't actually play it anymore. And yeah, that's probably mm. the case
2: <laughs> Nice for our number seven, I should be announcing the point totals. The point totals are really arcing up. We were pretty flat around like the middle part of say 15, 16, 17 around there. And then it really started to kind of amp up when we got to 10, 11, 12. Now we're really like, we're on the, 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 the steep slope. So then uh, we are now at 394, the price was of 400 points combined here. Because I'm going to Peter, I think you know which game I'm going to talk about now. <laughs> we're, we're not actually going to review it. We're just going to like play the mind. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, okay. For those of you who are on the podcast, I guess this is the podcast episode 200. I shouldn't point you to shelf stories, but I will because I was doing the mind thing and I was. You've been doing it the whole time. Anybody <laughs> who's ever played the mind with me, you'll probably know what I'm doing now. When I'm not sure about my card, I put it in the middle of the table and then I circle it around the card a couple of times and then I like stop and I'm like, are you guys sure you don't want to play anymore? And I'll circle it around a couple more times. So that's my like famous move. And uh, I don't know, for anybody out there that doesn't like this game, you don't know what you're talking about. You just not doing <laughs> oh, it. Oh, right. come on.
4: You <laughs> like, understand why
1: it's polarizing. Give me a break.
4: Wait,
0: is it a game? Isn't that what Oh, <laughs> is it a oh game? no, it's not oh, the game. It's the mind and it is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> No. For me, it is just, I don't know, because of my profession, I'm in sales as a profession. I love reading body language. I love looking at people. I love seeing the pain in people's eyes, but it's not big stakes, right? So for something like Quirky Circuits or whatever else, when I lose, I'm super frustrated and I'm like, how can you be such an idiot? But with the mind, the best part about it is you feel really clever when you do well and you don't feel dumb when you mess up. At least that's my experience with it. It's like, oh, you played the 27 before the 26. Well, there's not much we could have done about it. But if you played the 26 first and then the 27, you're like, we are so awesome. We are like the smartest people in the world. (laughs) This game always makes me feel good and feel smart and It's just fun. And I love how I love playing this with new people. And like the first game, you just fail miserably and you can't get past the third round. And by like the third time you play it in a row, you're getting to like the eighth, ninth, tenth round. You really do like mind meld with the people you're playing with. And I don't know. I just love this game. I'll play it always, anytime. One of my top games of all time.
2: Not as high for you, Steve.
5: Yeah, this one. I've had awesome experiences with it. Um, I mean, Peter introduced it to me at Gen Con and it was just fantastic. Like Peter is a blast to play this game with. Like if you get a chance to play the mind with him, definitely take him <laughs> up on it because it's so much fun. He makes the game amazing. So, but I've also had played this game with others who it's flopped, right? And so it for me it wasn't quite there. But and my I played with my brother and he had an interesting strategy. And I, I don't want to spoil it for people, but like I felt like he he had such a good strategy that it kind of took away some of the fun in a sense like like this is a he really great game strategy because
0: it's actually against the rules now, if you're talking about counting no nope. that's against no the counting. rules oh okay no counting.
5: <laughs> nope I, I won't i won't say it here because i don't want to spoil for people but like if you're on to discord talk to me about it i can i can share it with you but like it was pretty clever how he did it and it was it was fun in its own way but it turned into a different game mm-hmm. and so i i don't know how i think about that but yes mm-hmm. mine is it's fun to try but it is polarizing I, I will say,
0: it. if you want to play this with me at any convention, this is one I'll definitely play because, I mean, we'll be done in five, ten minutes. So, I mean, it's not going to take anybody's whole day. I don't have to look up the rules. That's for darn sure when we play it. So, uh, I will definitely play it with
5: anybody at any convention. Just come find it. I, yeah, I think I will always remember when Peterson introduced to, uh, this game to us and we started playing. And then this, this might have been even the first time playing it, actually the first hand And he like puts his car down, gets gets off the table, and walks away. I'm like, wait, what's going on? What just happened? You know, (laughs) like, and I'm like, oh, I get what he's doing.
0: I went and got some water. I came back. They're still staring at each other. Like, are we still playing?
1: I'm like, go ahead, guys, play. Uh, so uh, to jump in real quick, this is the lowest ranked for our uh, voters of the ones we talked about on the top 10 list. Uh, the mind is number 47. Mm. And I realized I forgot to say Code Names Duet. It was just outside the top 20 for them at number 23. So all of these have been in the top 50 for our voters, but uh, yeah, a little bit lower for the mind.
0: Remember how I said, I love the listeners a minute ago when they're talking about Marvel <laughs> champions. They don't know what the heck they're talking about. They're always they're really wrong.
6: <laughs> always wrong. <laughs> they're
0: just wrong. They're just, they're just wrong about this one i don't know everybody every one of our listeners come find me at a convention we'll play this and it'll move way up on your list i'm gonna make the whole world love this game because it is so good so so good let me see was this number two for me no number three right behind unlock
2: speaking of evangelical game this is the next one is number six now we're getting to 400s Forge is high, Forge is, you would have to be a lot to go on so evangelical game for another person over here who is their, is their number one game overall. And uh, the person who is most naturally energetic and evangelical about his games, promotes this game whenever he gets a chance, because of the IP. Because of billions and billions and billions and billions of decks of cards, and the opportunity to just sink in and have a lot of fun. So, uh, Colin, go ahead and talk about your number one game of all time, the Lord of the Rings LCG Hour number six.
4: Yeah, I mean you can't you can't get a much better game than that if you ask me. Uh, it's like yes, you Marvel can. You Champions get a lot of two point oh. <laughs>
2: uh, no.
0: Just kidding. Wait, isn't it Marvel Champions 0.5? Didn't it come before? <laughs> Wait, it's like the beta version.
2: Right, I really have 90 better Vegas games. Be. Yeah, I have 90 involved. better games. This was my number 90 overall. Wow. <laughs> and yet it scored this high. I'm just yes. saying.
4: Okay. Uh, For no. you. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's another. It's another one of the LCG games. So you have got adventure packs and go on uh, different scenarios. They even you can even do the saga itself of Lord of the Rings. You will have up to three heroes, maybe even more, with all of the expansions. You can sometimes have what is it, Steve? Five. Get have five heroes depending on what contract you pick and mm-hmm. everything like that. Uh, you it is a, a deck building game. So you spend about half the time actually building your deck. The other half playing the game. A lot of what is so enjoyable about the game is building your deck and then seeing it play out and how it works and how you interact with the scenarios. There is a campaign, the the Saga, there's also the Hobbit scenarios, but most of them are one-off, meaning you'll change your decks between scenarios. It does not have that ease of entry, uh, especially because the game is dead. Right now, they're not making new content for it, but I absolutely love it. Steve introduced it to me, so thank you, Steve. And ever since I mean, then How
2: much new content do you want it, it, You yeah, literally don't have need to spend $2,500 In order to get Shh. the full suite of My items. wife I might still be still listening want <laughs> still want more, <laughs> more.
4: No, $2,500 $2. That's a drop in the bucket Come on uh,
2: <laughs> Big bucket a
6: big bucket
4: bucket. (laughs) that's the whole bucket right there (laughs) (laughs) the the big thing they what they did uh, one of the best contracts they made is you can make any unique hero that's a specific color i'm sorry any unique ally ally. uh into a hero and it just opened up all of the deck building that you can possibly imagine so yeah there's no way i'm ever going to exhaust this game so much fun just but you have to really enjoy deck building and you have to really enjoy losing because you will lose a lot and that's just how it is but that's how i like my co-ops i like my co-ops hard and so if they're hard and challenging and i have to build a deck in order to beat it i love that because you feel so good when you beat that game uh and of course i love the ip so that really definitely helps me as well but yeah that's lord of the rings the lcg you've heard me talk about it enough great game
2: uh bear also th- very very high th- for you
3: yeah i mean it's i think it was probably one of the greatest experiences i've had at a con was lord of the rings con I went there, not even knowing much about the game. I was all excited to go there. I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna build my deck. This could be great. We're gonna go there. I'm gonna be so awesome!" <laughs> and I went out and bought a couple packs. that had some cards in it that I was gonna build my deck with. And I got there, and I built this deck and I played it. And also, next, and you know, Collins reaching in here. Try, try this deck. Try, try this deck. Here, you gotta try this deck. This... Oh, wait do you see what this one does? <laughs> So, oh, you like that character. Oh, I got these two other cards with this character. In it. So, I got to try all these things. We got to play all these great adventures. And I was, a, and that would really open my eyes to what this game was and how exciting it is. Have I played much of it since? No, I really haven't. And I think it's because I need that experience again, where it's like, I get to play this like huge amount of stuff together with these awesome people. I think just playing it by myself, I wasn't having that like experience being able to play it with all these people and seeing how it all works and seeing all the things that are going through their minds and what they're doing. Like Terrence can construct these out-of-control things, not even for, like Peter said, for Legendary, same or not Legendary, sorry, the other Marvel game, that LCG thing, (laughs) it's like that. So it's just really cool to see all these different things that come around and I can see all that's there. So that's why it's so high on my list, but I haven't played it as much as I really think I should.
5: Yeah, the uh, Con of the Rings has some of my best gaming experiences with these guys it's been a blast playing with barrett and colin and terrence it's just so much fun i will always always remember playing a game with these guys and i know terrence was off on his own trying to like just trying to survive just trying to win the game but we were separated and we couldn't really help him except for me because i had the ability where i can give him exactly what he needed to win the game and i just blanked on it like just totally forgot and that's gonna stay with me for the rest of my life with these guys but that's that is what makes gaming fun. These experiences we craft for each other, and this one does it in spades.
1: How
2: are we doing on the stats there, Mike?
1: Number nine with four people picking it as their favorite out of the 150 or so. so yeah, definitely very popular. Although it is the least popular on this list of the uh, three fantasy flight co-op ones.
4: I think that's fair. It's also older, so I told totally yeah. you that, and and it's dead. So it's I, not think, I think I think it's content. older.
1: I also think it has the biggest barrier to entry.
4: Yes, and as, as yes.
1: somebody who. Has uh, I mean, uh, you also evangelized me, uh, Colin, into finally—I won't say loving, but highly liking this one. Mm. Like, man, playing with you when we did it uh online for the uh, that one video that got like lost.
4: Yes, <laughs> yes, that was on me.
1: <laughs> oh, that was such a great experience, and you, you kind of opened my eyes to how fun it could be. And then uh, Colin uh, actually like got me some of the uh, the saga expansions, and I like campaign games, so that made me enjoy it way more. So, yeah, so, Colin, you are single-handedly responsible. Kind of like Steve introducing it to you mm-hmm. and you guys introducing it to mm-hmm. Marent. you uh, spread spread the joy to me as well.
0: Well, and I think we're coming up with a theme here. When you play a game with somebody who loves it, You know, like the mind we were just talking about that with and Lord of the Rings LCG. That's a game that hasn't been high on my list. I was super excited about it when it came out. I played it a few times and it just never sat well with me. But I bet if I played it with Colin or Steve that I would like the game a lot more. I'm never playing with Mike again. You can guarantee that.
1: (laughs) That's fair. That's fair.
0: But Mike made me the so overpowered deck. We beat the game in like a half a turn. And I'm like, so great. That was fun. Awesome. So uh, yeah, no, but I, I think... I think that's a big key though, right? If you're playing with somebody who really loves a game, it's going to make that experience better for you. And so, you know, that's why when we even do these top 10 lists, they're always so subjective right because it's it's what your experience has been with it who have you played it with you know if i played quirky circuits only with mike maybe i would have loved that game it'd be one of my top games you know if i hadn't played with my kids or with jerry like you know those were experiences that made the game worse for me so it isn't always the game itself you know we always think these games you know oh this must be the best game of all time or this isn't but it's your experiences with them and it's the people you play them with and and that's what makes this so important. And that's what makes this kind of cool too, that we've been doing this for so long together. We just get to share our different experiences with these things.
2: What I will say though, like, cause kind of like, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you, but just like, as you get into like a number of people, like, you know, two, three, five, you'll get different ones, but then you get 20, 30, 50 people, cream starts to rise to the top. Of right, like yeah. you are, the lists are going to look a little bit more similar. It's kind of like the Star Spangled Banner effect, where it's like if you hear two people sing it, it might sound like crap, but if you see, hey, hear ten thousand people sing it, you kind of it's like, wow, this is pretty cool. Like I recognize what's going on. It's a human kind of psychology thing. And so like, I think like a quirky circuits won't rise, you know, like I'd love, love it, but like it won't, but like a Lord of the Rings, LCG or or the mind or these games. Well, let's just are going tell to them,
0: talk about the most popular one that did rise, which is Marvel champions. The, the, the cream did rise to the <laughs> top. Right? We're definitely there. Just take that cream off and throw it, man. <laughs> <laughs> all we right,
6: can so we we... all
2: be wrong also, or just Colin. So <laughs> we are going to go to our number five. Uh, so number five, so I was very disappointed in the panel and everybody in the world that Pandemic is not everybody's <laughs> number one. However, I, go- I do get a little bit of redemption here because Pandemic Legacy Season 1 it lands at number five. So this is my leader. Uh, I rated this uh, my fourth game overall. The, the basic game of Pandemic, nobody had any idea that there was this much story that could be put in. Until it happened, and then people were just like blown away from. But from season one, I think it's still the number one game on BGG. Is that is that right? Or no, Gloomhaven is okay. Gloomhaven, right, right. Okay, maybe we'll see Gloomhaven later. Who knows?
1: Nah, <laughs> what ridiculous!
2: <laughs> Gloomhaven, right, right, like they Haven. <laughs> so I mean, Pandemic wow. Legacy. It's a really unique game because with a lot of legacy games, a lot of campaign games, if you don't like the base game, you're not going to like the the thing. But like for leg like, for Pandemic Legacy. It unlocked Pandemic for a lot of people. And it just yep. created these these amazing moments. And it needed to be Legacy because, uh, you know, the, it created that emotional investment. What Legacy does, like, okay, you play a campaign game. That's cool. You get that progression everything. But Legacy, you put the sticker on and you're tearing up the thing. And, you know, your character does dot, 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 you know, spoiler. And it's one of the first games that just had, like, pretty wicked spoiler culture around. It's like, don't spoil me. What's going to happen? I don't want to know what happens in December, blah, blah. And I just I still remember the high points like I don't remember the whole yep. game, but I remember the high yep. points of season one. So that's why I I adore uh, season one. Although, uh, Mike, you did you rated it a zero. You did he was didn't even appear on your top 100.
1: Yeah, I, I only played uh, one month of it. So I didn't think it would be fair to rate it. OK, uh, but if I mean, if I had I, I assume I would like it more than season two, which I did play all of because yeah. I know it has a much better reputation than season two. I don't think it would be that high for me because I tend not to like legacy games and I tend not to like Pandemic, so that's kind of a double <laughs> a double whammy. In number
2: it. five overall, anyway, so I'm perfectly happy. Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, that.
1: that's fine, that's, five right, that's right. <laughs> uh, But yeah, like I, I, I'm, I, there's a reason I have not sought it out because I'm like, ah, whatever. Like it's Pandemic, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but uh, it is it is number eight for our uh, poll entry people, so uh, they liked it a lot too.
4: Just so you know, I have played Pandemic Legacy Season One three full times with three different nice. groups, <laughs> oh, and wow. Season Two two times with two different groups. So yeah, oh, I, that, I'm that sorry you went crazy. through that a second That's time. So I loved that one. I, <laughs> I right. not oh, really? as much as one, but I still loved it. Yeah, definitely.
2: Once you know the the Season Two thing, where it's like you know, you know where like how not to like lose your face,
4: mm-hmm. and you can mm-hmm. kind
2: right. of like nudge the group in the right direction because it's, it's in the, it, it's in the uh, flavor text where yeah. to go. Yeah. And so you could it's easy to miss. But if you know kind of like what's happening, you can get you can get get into that the middle of that cone of possibility and then you know have a better time with it. The However, second
4: experience was better. I will right. tell you that. And then sure. but the yeah.
2: season two was like longer, the games were longer. So I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Uh season one, snappy. You were basically the Avengers. Yeah. Right. You were just going in, you're having, you know, just like, you know, come on. Cure the diseases, and I'm gonna fight the dot, dot, dot that comes out, and it's it's amazing. I love love season. I one. like the
0: that
4: that that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Just Staving <laughs> the spoilers there. That was nice.
1: Ka- Callan, you played season zero all the way, right?
4: No, we haven't oh, been yeah. able to. No, oh, that's right. You haven't finished it yet. COVID, COVID, COVID killed it. COVID killed
2: it. my yeah, thing yeah. too.
1: Yep, yeah. it, it, it.
0: The real pandemic killed pandemic. Exactly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that one's really not even about really much of a disease for us, like infiltration attacks.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, season zero will be on the docket. It will be covered this year. I'm
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, probably by most of
2: us. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so now we are going to get to our number four, a game that nobody had in their top 10. We had six of us. Nobody had it in their top Oh, I think I know what it is. All of us had, well, most of us had it in our top 20. And so, you know, kind of like just like rising tide lifted this boat Mm -hmm. up to number four, four overall. Pandemic Legacy had 427 points. This game had 476 points. So all of us rated it in our top 50 at least. So then, uh, Mike, you got a guess for me? I think it's Aeon's End. It is Aeon's End.
1: Yeah, because I cause I know talking except maybe Steve, I think everyone I've talked to is like, Yeah, I like Aeon's End. It's fallen off for me. Yeah, I like Aeon's End, it's fallen off for me. I think all of us are a little Aeon's ended out, is my impression.
4: Wait, is that Aeon's end or Aeon's End legacy?
2: Or did well, you do I, I, I combined them. You combined them. Ah, I combined them because sense. they inter- that was my rule. So okay. like and also the they'll also the same for Gloomhaven, because we will talk about it. if they integrate, I combine them. Got it. Totally. Spoiler
0: makes sense. alert on Gloomhaven.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody <laughs> <Great> saw Gloomhaven <laughs> coming. <laughs> <laughs> but go you ahead know, um, to, to throw it over to Steve because I know yeah, Steve, I was, Steve was at, a one most point of big.
5: Yeah, big. Yeah, This one really struck a chord with uh, my wife. Actually, she loves this game a lot, and I was really surprised. And she actually got into the lore of it, where it's like, "Oh, this is that character from the other game," and and like <laughs> that drove me into the lore as well, which is kind of cool. But like for me, an's and at first, I, I liked it. Like, this is really cool. Not shuffling. It's a deck builder. You have to take down a big, bad boss. And then at some point, start like, okay, this is... I mean, the, the, the bad thing about it is the market cards are just kind of very uninspired. The bosses are excellent. Yeah. The mages yep. Absolutely. were okay at first, and they got better. Yeah. Yeah. But then it wasn't enough to keep it. But then when the expedition came out, where you can have your own custom campaign, mini campaign going on, that added another layer of strategy into the game, where now you're not only leveling up your character by deck building, but also leveling up the marketplace as well and getting other powers for your characters and your team. And that really put on onto another level. Now, I l- love it, but I still, I don't know if this is going to stay as high as for me in general because the cards just aren't as inspired. I like to explore what's out there, and I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm exploring most of it. And so while I still enjoy it, I still have a lot of it. I, For example, I didn't back there recent uh, Legacy expansion, which yeah, is like the... Either. The big accumulation of the story, and I'm really torn on that because like, this is the ending of the story, and we've been following the story, so I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sure what to do about that. But yeah, it's a a fun one. It's a good deck build for sure, but uh, there may be other deck builds, like we've mentioned already, that uh, some of us like more than this one.
2: It's such a, a kind of a frictionless system. And it's good and bad in a way. Like you know, it's good in that you know it's it's smooth as it's kind of really smooth as butter. Like you know, things make sense and you you kind of play. But then sometimes you kind of want the wrinkle. Like you want the mm-hmm. the the heroes a ten of fear. Like okay, the the deck building is bad, but this thing is other thing is so good. And uh, like different deck builders do different things. Like I love Shadow Rift, and Shadow Rift did not make this list, not even close. <laughs> um but, <laughs> I, but I, I love like the the little town deck and a little innovation. So like I understand why people don't like it. But I there's a thing. Thing there that i love aeon's end feels like a really sleek car that like is just really awesome but like is it going to be how many people's like favorite is it going to be and that's not bad like that's not that's not a bad yeah. thing at all
1: yeah well it was number five and seven people's favorite on our list oh, nice. so uh, just wow. one behind us but yeah i mean looking at the numbers it's five people's number two five people's number three three people's number four so it right. seems to like be this very consistent like the same number mm-hmm. in every ranking for people
3: yeah, I used this game as an entry to help people learn deck builders, too. I mean, one of the first, like, I didn't actually originally back the original stuff. What got me was the Legacy, was that Legacy mm-hmm. one when it came out. And that really helped my group that had never, because I introduced it to people, then they've never played a deck builder. This one works so well. It was, you're yeah. able to get into it. You, you don't skip the first two, you teach them. And then when right. that next thing came out, was it New Age, I think it was the next yeah. one after it. Yeah. As soon as I got it, they saw it and they're like, hey, is that a new Age?" And I'm like, yeah let's play that we really had a good time with that i'm like oh okay sure let's play it so we played to that but we didn't really go back to it but they didn't really ask for any of the old content so it was cool for them to be able to see how that game works and people to say like hey i played a deck builder and like you said it's a sleek system they are able to just go straight through it there's not a lot of mass chaos going on but the bosses were challenging enough for are like yeah. it comes down to the wire sometime which really kind of amps it up for you so th- my wife and our group really really enjoyed it and i actually did back the next one because they want to play the next like what happens and it was kind of neat like steve said you get invested in that story and then when that legacy came out just seeing some of those just the first scenario where you're seeing these cards with those you yeah, know, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh my gosh! Looks like this swirling power or whatever, where you're just that little mage, like I don't hurt me kind of thing. Until and <laughs> a on N mages are just like these enormously casting yeah. huge spells at this thing, and I was like, that is an awesome way to start somebody into this deck builder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's yeah. just my experience. All right.
0: right, I need to play with you guys more. I'm done playing this game with Mike because I, I I've always liked it, but I, I I don't know. We just haven't gotten it to the table as much. So we'll have to uh, we'll have to play some of the newer stuff. Because I was the opposite. I got in on the old stuff have the first two. And then when Legacy came out, I said, well, that's not for me because that's for newer people to the game. And I just never got caught up after that. And so I still have a bunch of the old stuff and I've I've enjoyed it every time I played it. But again, getting back to that, it depends who you play with sometimes. Not that Mike's a bad person to play with, but he's not as excited about the game as you guys are. And so I know that would bring my excitement up because I've always enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't think Colin's excited about the game either. I don't know if Jason is. So.
2: <laughs> it, excitement's the wrong word. I I I, I like it, and like I liked Legacy. I played Legacy new age like like new age is how i want to play because i like the, the three you know i like kind of forming the market with my character yeah, yeah. you know and i kind of like the the evolve together and having the the new age of like you could do it in a night because legacy took a long time so as it's evolved it's um it's gone better like my difficulty with it, it's just come out so fast like i just feel like it's yeah, just yeah. always stuff yeah. happening to it and i can't really like i'm not that as invested like i was with sentinels and multiverse sentinels and Multiverse that came out fast too but i was really invested so i could like, right, bring it on well the
0: difference is Sentinels had like one or two villains in here and like maybe three or four heroes at a time.
4: And Zen comes up with like 20 new mages and yes, like, it. but seven you have to get the core set again. Villains. It's a core set over and yeah. over. Right. I have gotten so frustrated with their business way of. Everything is, is its own thing, which I understand from a business perspective makes sense. But then let people who kickstart only get the new stuff. Do you know how many base sparks I have? I could
6: throw them <laughs> like <laughs> money.
4: You know, it's ridiculous. But Colin, and it's like, it's like three different
1: pieces of art, man. Art. You can pick yeah, your favorite art care. for each player. I, I could
4: have every single one of my sparks be a different color at this point. Or different I have a kind. lot of sparks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm just telling you uh, that has bugged me the most. But I will say I really enjoyed my legacy play, even with people that have known sure. how to play the game, mm. and enough so that I'm actually getting
5: the legacy expansion specifically because we want to play okay. it. So cool. that, that's good. The other thing that's interesting about this is we do have a Aeon's channel on our Discord, and at one point we were talking about like what would you recommend for this game, and interestingly enough, like it was. I think basically unanimous on that disc on our Discord channel, at least that Evan recommended. If you get in the game, get New Age and Outcast Just start yep. there. Like, yep. don't bother getting anything else yet. Right out the gate, that, just start with that, and maybe you're done with that. Great, so, you yeah, guys just killed
0: what... the resale value on all my Aons and stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> appreciate
5: that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got oh, no. this one in War Eternal sitting here going, "Oh, yeah, I got
0: War Eternal in the base. That's all I have." So I, I, I do I need have just...
1: out I have Outcast, Peter. So to say that you also have Outcasts. All right. Well, I'll,
0: I'll need to play the some of the newer stuff for sure. <laughs>
2: All right, so we're going to move to our number three. Michael Kelly, what is our number three?
1: You're asking me, so it is Arkham Horror, the card game. Your number one ranked
2: game, number three, with 480 points. So we are really, really getting high. So for reference, number five, Panaglia's had 427 points. So we went, yoop, for Arkham (laughs) Horror LCG.
1: Yeah, so uh, this is, I mean, Colin really said it earlier when he talked about like what he loves Lord of the Rings for and Arkham for when compared to Marvel Champions. This is uh, one of the greatest like narrative experiences with me still feeling like I have choice and like some kind of agency in the story. I'm a huge fan personally of Lovecraft stories and like kind of the whole mythos. You know, now Fantasy Flight's version of the of Lovecraft is not really what the stories were generally. You wouldn't really take a flamethrower and blow off Cthulhu's face, but it's fun to do that. You wish you could. You know, you read, you're like, oh, Lord, the tomb, it calls to my brain, the tomb, the tomb. And you're like, dude, just throw some dynamite down there. Done. You know, and, and they don't. Um, so it's very disappointing. But yeah, like I, I love the way they handle the missions, the scenarios, the uh, the exploration of it. And then once you've played through it once, that's when you can like really uh, get into the deck building of it. And I love how playing with like a rogue is so different than playing as like a fighter, and when you like have different compositions of groups, and this is a great one I love for solo and co op. So yeah, like for me, no, I'm not buying any more. I'm I'm not a completionist in general these days, just because I have so many games. So I think I have whatever the last cycle is, I completed that one, the dream cycle. So I have all those complete. Probably going to buy the return two for those. Maybe the investigator packs, if those are ever in stock again, and then I'm done. I'm not going to buy any more because I have more than I think I'll ever have time to play. But I still adore the game. I love it. And just to throw in the data while I'm talking, Lord of the Rings was ninth. Arkham was sixth. And Marvel Champions was three. So I guess they like the thirds there uh, for our LCGs. So yeah, uh, this is a great game. Uh, Always happy to play it. I'll I'll like go in and play the original three scenarios and still have a great time every time, like just the random things. Now, by the way, I will say freaking Chaos Bag. What an annoying, horrific, terrible thing. I hate it many times, but it's totally Arkham and it's totally Lovecraft. And like the fact that your brain just melts because you drew the wrong thing it's thematically fine it's frustrating but i just live with it and enjoy the rest of the stuff
2: and if you really want you can alter that bag and absolutely take out the really crappy ones. absolutely i mean it's fail forward
0: anyway so even if you lose you're gonna get the story and you just get a a crazier story i guess yeah a a
1: story of you being slowly smashed to a pulp and that that can be fun too sometimes
2: It is my personal favorite LCG. So like, you know, the combined score of my, myself voting to take it a little bit above some of the other ones. But I mean, we all love their top 10 is like, you know, all really good. Because I do, I'm a story thematic gamer and everything. It's just, you know, if it was like, if it was Indiana Jones or if it was like um, Tomb Raider, like something like not Arkham, because I'm kind of sick on Arkham, it would have probably, I, I would probably have bought into it. But it's an excellent system. It really is. All right. So we have gone to our top two. And, you know, by the time we get to like, we know what the top two are <laughs> and we, we predicted the top two, like before we even said anything, right? Gloomhaven and Spirit Island. And I did combine Gloomhaven and, and Jaws of the Lion. I think there are two ways of entering into the same system, which is fine. The thing was, which one was going to be number one, the number one co-op game. So that well, one, it's, it's,
1: it's all Barrett's farm, right? Because Barrett, have you played Spirit Island Barrett?
4: Yes, yes, I have. Oh, you have, you have. One you time. It once. One time. Oh, God, dude.
3: I'm 100% so Spirit Island's Island. too. we know that. I retired from Spirit Island being a winner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, which one on the one-stop co-op shop, top 50, top 100, whatever you want to say, is number two and is number one? So the answer to that one is because, well, actually I'll, I'm going to go, let me go around the, t- which one is number one, which one's number two, go ahead and Peter, which one ended up number one. For
0: Spirit him? Island's number two. Just, okay. Again, I don't, cause not everyone's played. Yeah, I
1: think he means for you, Peter, which one did you rank out? Oh,
0: which one is, is for me? Well, I, no, no, no. For the, for the, for the, the uh, aggregate, uh, for aggregate the group, list. I'm guessing Gloomhaven's number one
3: for the aggregated list. Go ahead, Colin.
4: Oh, I would say I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say Spirit Island's number one. Okay. Barrett,
3: I'm going to go with Gloomhaven because that's how I voted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it's how I voted, honestly. <laughs> yeah, Mike.
1: Yeah, you know, now I'm kind of doubting myself because I'm actually not, I don't remember how Steve feels about Gloomhaven. I don't remember how Jason feels about Gloomhaven. So, that's see, that's what happens because, like, you know, with Gloomhaven. Because yeah, I, I knew, like, I knew, I knew Barrett was going to of throw people. off Spirit Island. <laughs> I know Colin loves both, but I think he would put Gloomhaven above because he's played it so gosh darn much. But maybe I'm wrong. So I'll, I'll vote Spirit Island. Okay.
0: And actually, Steve didn't like Gloomhaven, if I remember correctly, because that Gloomhaven versus. uh, I'm
4: telling could, you, I think oh it's Spirit gosh. Island.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Steve, what do you think? I think it's Spirit Island. OK, the answer, the number two game of the one stop co-op shop is Spirit Island. Oh, oh making, so Gloomhaven
0: did make number one
2: Gloomhaven did make number one uh, It made it uh, because Barent rated it His like 60th game <laughs> Oh, I thought I put it as 50 I was, Oh, I screwed it really bad, didn't I? Yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> The funny part is He only had 26 games on his list He literally wrote 50 <laughs> or 60 Next to Spirit Island Just to make sure it dropped down the points
3: <laughs> I was just trying to raise some of the ones That weren't going to get any love And they still didn't <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that next actually. I mean, I'd like to do that when we're done with our list real quick. Just say which ones that we're surprised weren't on the list yeah. and what our top-rated one was that didn't make the list. We'll, we'll cover
2: and, like some random yeah. ones. Some random yeah. like well,
1: to it, I'm assuming Spirit Island was Steve's number 1. Steve, do you want to talk about it? Is that right? Yes.
2: Oh yeah. Definitely okay. my number yeah, one game. I, figure, I, I figure, love figure. that game. Uh by the way, both both of those games crested 500 points. The only two games to crest 500 points. Spirit Island 534, Gloomer 543. So very, very close. Ooh, no, Very we're, uh,
5: close. Very close. And
0: I'd like to point out, just like Marvel Champions is the best LCG, I was the only one to get it right,
5: also. I just want to point that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Go ahead, Steve. Spirit Island.
5: Yeah, I, I mean, Spirit Island is a great game. It plays, it's um kind of, I describe it as like reverse Catan, because Catan's competitive, there's a cooperative. Catan, you're trying to build the island. Spirit Island, you're trying to like scare everyone off the island, to stop them from building it up. But um, it is fantastic. I love this game so much. It was interesting though because when I first was introduced to it, I had a really bad experience. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it at all. Just like, why is this game good? I don't know. And honestly, Colin, Colin, speaking of his influence, was like, dude, gotta try this game. You gotta try this game. He was very generous and sent me a copy of it. I played it, and I think when I was able to sit down on my own and really digest the rules and really like sink my teeth into it, and then it clicked. And then it was done after that point. But like, what I like about this game, I love exploration. And about this game is each spirit feels so unique. You can play them so differently, and then the powers you recruit to combo with them. There's just so much to explore and how that works. And there's it's all simultaneous, lots of cooperation, interaction with other people around the board. I love it, and I can play it pretty fast too. You can play it in about thirty minutes to an hour solo easily. Right? Suppose if you, if you drop down the difficulty level and don't have too many things going on, you can do it in like forty five minutes pretty pretty consistently. But does become longer at higher player counts. But then you have just so you have epic plays with like so much going on and. Awesome experience. Like I know, Colin and I had a great experience when we had two spirits coming together, and we—I think we sunk half half the island together. Which is, I will always remember that. So let's move everyone on this one side island. Yeah, it was awesome. Yep, yep. They all went to the other side of half the island, and the whole island sunk. It was gone. It was like that was pretty epic. So.
4: Is that really a win, though? I don't know, but it was still cool. Oh, it's a win.
5: It's a win. <laughs> hey,
0: nobody's messing with your island just because they don't want it anymore. Yeah, but nobody's messing with yeah. it. Army, Army, not
6: it.
1: Do, do note that keeping the Dahan alive is not a victory condition.
5: <laughs>
1: <That's right. laughs> they were
2: the all spirit gone. They were long island. Island. Okay? It's the
1: spirit island. <laughs>
2: it's <spelled> about <laughs> the spirits, not the Dahan. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> So like it's funny how like Gloomhaven and Spirit Island are like you know this is the 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 more adventurous one and then the more like kind of Euro-y one and they kind of I, I feel like they balance very very well they're the two games that have the the uh, along with Mage Knight with Mage Knight but was this is a solo game Mage Knight could have been there if it was a better co-op game but it's a solo game so it's kind of on its own thing yeah. but Gloomhaven and Spirit Island have the best puzzle to payoff ratio. Like you puzzle you the 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 time you put in to work through your resources, take account for what happened, take account of the ecology of what's going on. So, like you know, my card does this, your card does this, they both thinky, but like together, <laughs> and so, like playing through all of that in both of those games in spirit island i I personally prefer because of the one offness of it, you know, like you mentioned before about you know, give me a one off that gives me that whole thing. I can do this in the night, and it gives me that whole like I can feel really, really clever. And, the, you know, the theme, you know, I'm, I'm big into like, you know, kind of that, like, you know, the reverse colonization, all kind of thing, just everything about it is just like amazing. And I just don't have enough time to play it. I mean, I really, I that's the that's my biggest thing. I just need more time with it or else it might even be a 10. Right now it's 9.5 because I just, it's hard to just get to the table because it's so, like, because you can't, like, unless you play it a lot, you're going to forget rules, like they're just and it's i think both of these games have the same problem where if you play it a lot it kind of goes but if you drop it for like a couple of months you can come back to it it's like oh, how does this work and what timing is this and everything that's not a, a, a it's just like a, a a reason why it's not a 10 for me <laughs> yeah uh, but no Spirit uh, the Island app is really
0: excellent. good though for solo it's not good for any other player count i mean unless you want to run two or three spirits but if you want to play i, I wish and hope that they get online multiplayer for it but for solo and for relearning the rules the app is great. And for, you know, the price. Is that a, um,
2: a, a phone app or just tablet?
0: It's on Steam. I don't know oh, if it's so on Steam, iOS okay. or
2: not, too. Not, not a huge Steam guy. So,
0: yeah, it's funny because I think literally every one of us probably has Spirit Island above Gloomhaven, except for Baron. Is that correct?
2: Correct.
1: I do.
0: Steve. Oh, yes, no, no, of course. Have, um... Oh, yeah.
2: Yep. For me, it was higher for Colin, it was higher yep. for Mike, it was higher for Peter, it was higher for Steve, and then- So this so is why we bring is... Baron
0: in, to bring balance <laughs> to the force.
6: That's <laughs> what I'm here for! That is hilarious.
1: You know, well, and and, it, and interestingly, these... the pollsters, or the polled, the
6: pollies, <laughs> <not> the <pollsters.
1: laughs> they voted Spirit Island second and Gloomhaven first. And both of them are like they're very close to each other, but both of them are way beyond Marvel Champions, like more than Mm -hmm. doubling the votes for Marvel Champions, which was number three. Yep. Uh, But Gloomhaven with Jaws of a Lion beat Spirit Island. Even if you take Jaws of a Lion out, it's still like by one point beat Spirit Island. And (laughs) the funny thing is Jaws of a Lion by itself would have been ranked 21st on this list by them. Without base Gloomhaven, like just right. Jaws of the Line by itself would have been just outside of the top 20. So, wow.
0: I mean, honestly, for me, and by the way, I lied earlier. I wasn't the only one that voted Gloomhaven. Uh, Barrett did too. Sorry. Forgot to say that you voted
2: for that <laughs> too. So I wasn't the, the only one that got totally it right. Forgets about well, so the balance let's talk about Gloomhaven. So now we're good to our number one game, Gloomhaven. Yeah. I combined it with Jaws of the Lion because I feel like the two access points into the same system. That counts for me. Card-based, dungeon crawler, hand management, puzzle the payoff, scenarios upon scenarios. And I feel like it would have dropped for people had it not been for Jaws of the Lion.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I guarantee uh, Mike wouldn't have had it
2: even close to the, might, the top. Might, yeah, I, th- I
1: think it's in my top 10. It might have been like top 30 without Jaws of the Lion because right. I don't it was like, like, like how long 30. the campaign it was like, is. Uh, yeah, I
2: had it like, you know, like 20 or 30.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah. Jaws of the Lion's so good. But Baron, you haven't had your moment in the sun. This That's is it. all you, man. Your moment of glory. Your really, really, number one game. Really,
3: this was not my number no, one game. Katie, Katie <laughs> this number You're the one, one who made this the <laughs> number one game. was pretty gosh darn high. <laughs> it was my number four, and probably because I've played it so many times. I've, I've got probably an equal experience to Colin where we've played this game with the same group for I don't know how many numbers of times and i'm not the only one colin's not the gonna say this i'm sure that that is the reason this game is so high is there's people everywhere that have their Gloomhaven group that meets yeah. like every couple of weeks or every week to play Gloomhaven because that's how you get together and it's such a slow crawl like, oh, like jaws is not a slow but Gloomhaven itself is such a slow crawl, but you see all the different ways to get through these puzzles. And I'm just ecstatic that I get to talk about Gloomhaven when it's been talked about, I don't know, by 337,000 other people. (laughs) So I'm going to bring all these brand new points that nobody's ever (laughs) in this conversation. (laughs) I've got really nothing else to this
2: say. This is a top than, list. Are you kidding me? We don't this is all rehashed, reworded. Well, this is not anything game original ever.
3: to say. I think this has been talked about probably more than any other game out there. Uh, but it it is. And that's and the reason it is is because everybody finds a way to enjoy this game in some capacity. And I actually don't think I'd ever play the solo. It's always going to be with mm. another person because then you get that interaction together. You get that talking like, "Oh, I got this. We can try this. I can. Do, I'm going to do this. Oh, it didn't work because, of course, we still got that little luck factor with that little deck. Mm. So, it's Gloomhaven. There's my moment in the <laughs> sun. So, is
0: anybody <laughs> shocked that nothing's on this list for us? Is because there's one that I am well.
2: Shocked. I do have. Yeah, I got yeah, I yeah, we can go on. to, like, hold the misses. Let's go to the new Hold
0: misses. on, hold on. Before you go to their list, because this is one that shocks me that's not on it, Mansions of Madness. Yep. How is Mansions of Madness not on this list, a top 50 list Never that doesn't?
4: It. Hated it. Hated it. Oh, Absolutely. Really? It. Played, it. played it three times. Absolutely. Really? Wow. It. So, I, so I guess so it's fast. just you
1: and me, Peter. Maybe Steve.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Steve, have Hot's you played Mansions garbage of Madness? That game? Yeah. The Absolutely. hot garbage. Wow, really? oh, But you guys all cool. like Journeys of Middle-Earth, which is like... So much better. No, no,
1: Journeys so- of Middle-Earth is way better than Mansions of
4: Madness. Yeah. Oh, no, I know, but,
0: <laughs> but they're similar enough that I'm just... I, I don't know. I mean, it's especially as high as Arkham is, and Eldritch Horror made our list, and not Mansions of Madness, I I think that's a shocking i mean I, I'd, me.
1: I'd rather play arkham lcg or mansions or
3: uh eldritch a yeah, ton and of games mm-hmm. back here that i think should have made the list
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> honestly nemesis is rated like in the top 30 of board games and it's been sitting there since it pretty much has come out and it didn't make the list at all it's That's terrible it, it's, it's no it's not it's amazing well i don't think it's terrible but i don't think it's Co-op. Co-op is not my favorite. That's actually how I've enjoyed playing it co-op with my with the same people. And again, maybe again, we've always been talking about the games aren't sometimes what makes it. It's the experience of the game with the people you're playing. So the ones we're playing with love that that group actually enjoys sometimes moving into that semi-co-op experience Mm -hmm. i mean myth made my list and we would it's a totally co-op game but even the group i played with we kind of played semi-co-op because basically how this works is you're playing cards and what you're doing can eventually make the monsters activate that's how the monsters activate the system i've really never seen another any other game you're activating the monster by what you're playing
1: i've got myth baron I maybe, know you do. May, I'm surprised you didn't day, make your list. It's been sitting Maybe on one shelf. day I will open it. Maybe one day I
0: will. He hasn't open it.
3: played it. But maybe. Yeah, no, I'll come over and play with you. But, uh, and so, like, even in those kind of games, we kind of joking around and, like, play. Like, oh, I'm going to activate the darkness, but I need to do this for, ah, oh, it's just okay. It's going to happen. Like, it, we just do fun things. So, being able to play a semi co op is sometimes a little bit out of the element, but it brings up a little bit different, fun mechanics for us. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just kind of surprised Nemesis didn't make it when it's actually sitting in Board Game Geeks top 30 since it's come out. So,
1: by the way, Mansions of Madness number 18 for the police. Mm-hmm. Nemesis 38. So I think a lot of them also agree that maybe it's not their favorite co-op experience, even though they like the game.
0: Anything else we missed on our top 50?
1: There's only three that weren't on our list that were in their top 20. So number 19, I'm sure Steve ranked this high, but I think maybe the rest of us like Legendary Encounters better, was Legendary Marvel. And then number 15... I don't love it. I know Steve did an episode on it, didn't love it either, but that's Imperial Assault with the app, the co-op play. Mm -hmm. That was number 15 for them. And then the only one of mine, top 10, that did not make the list, and I think it's because some of you haven't played it, and it costs a lot, so I don't blame you. I know Colin doesn't like it. Vindication for me, it is number four (laughs) for the the survey of the viewers. Y'all know what it is? Come on, Peter. It's one of my favorite co-ops recently. Like, I got reinvigorated on it.
0: Uh... Gosh, my mind is blanking right now. I'll know I did, it as I did, soon as I you did you a say
1: second it. podcast episode on it to recant. Too many bones.
4: Too bones was
1: number yeah. four. I only put that below at 75. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I put that
4: at zero. I
1: didn't yeah. even, I didn't yeah, even ca- put, ca- put on my top Colin 100. didn't even include it. I don't think Steve, I don't know if Steve's nope. even played it. Never played uh, it. And then I guess Jason doesn't like it or hasn't played it.
2: It was uh, 86 for me.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, so... Uh, I love that one. That that's that that was my number two, actually. That unseated Gloomhaven and Spirit Island. I like that one better than both mm-hmm. of those.
4: We're all wrong sometimes, Mike. It's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah. I, and, well,
3: and, and Mike and, doesn't like fun. Remember that? That's, and that's right. Problem. Mike sells <laughs> yeah. fun. That's right. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, fourth with the viewers, and you all said it was way wrong. So I think you are the outliers here.
4: The same. It might be true. Yeah, the well, first the one viewers.
5: One. On the Marvel Legendary thing, that was my highest ranked game that we did not cover. Yeah. In this list. For same,
1: same for me. For too many bones. What, what was everybody else's highest ranked? If you remember. Highest rank,
2: Okay, it so I can, it can probably. It was Exit
4: for me. I was just looking that uh, up. Yeah. Right. Fire Team Zero for me. Oh,
1: I want to. Yeah. I
3: still want to play that, Colin.
4: Well, if you like Gears of War, man, you'll love Fire Team Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Let me. See.
3: I think about eight of mine were in the top. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I, rated. I, I like, can like, tell you, it's Madara.
4: So like oh well, Kingdom Death and Madara. Shadows of oh,
3: Brimstone didn't make it, folklore yeah. didn't make it, Myth didn't make it, aliens, the glorious day in the core <laughs> didn't make it, aliens the board game
4: complete again. didn't make He's still talking, he's still talking. No, no, no.
0: No, they weren't. So Kingdom Death was your number one, then Madara, then Nemesis. Number four made it. Sleeping Gods, then Jaws oh, of yeah. the Lion. Then Tainted grell, which didn't make it. Nope. <laughs> then Forbidden Fortress.
1: Shadows of Brimstone. Oh,
0: Shadows of Brimstone. Then Journeys made it, though. So your number seven wasn't there, but okay. your number eight was Sword and Sorcery. You did make it. Yep, yeah, it
3: did. did. Oh, I guess I so did
2: better than I thought. There wow, you okay.
0: go. You had Oh, and Myth was your last one. So yeah, you so had three out of your top
2: ten. Basically. Four. Four.
1: <laughs> four front of his top ten.
2: So uh, for me, I mean, I did okay uh, in terms of things making it. I think the, the highest one I have that didn't make it was... Untold adventures await, but that's a very wonky storytelling game. That is the the Rory Story Cube game. Rory Story ah, Cube. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I love it. I really do. But it's it's like a therapy game for me. Uh, it's, I can see that not being like a, a co op like mainstream, and also commissioned. Oh, it I was too. very, very hot for me. but Yeah, I was like, going to say, you know,
1: Colin, I saw that on yours. We mm-hmm. had a few people vote in the viewer poll, too. That's yeah. the,
2: uh, mm-hmm. the spreading of Christianity in the first century. Right. It's also history-based. And although uh, Days of Iron, uh, Budapest, 1956, another history-based co-op. Uh, you know, I love my history. So that's, uh, I mean, and I, I know that's not going to be appealing to everybody. So that's okay. But that is 200 episodes of the One Stop Co-op Shop. Mike and Peter, you started it off in episode zero. So go ahead and close this out.
0: Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for 200 episodes. Hopefully you've made it through all of them. If not, you've got work to do. No, we appreciate everything you've done. We appreciate all the loyal fans. Everybody who's joined the discord, everybody who talks to us, everybody we've gotten to play games with. I mean, none of us, I mean, except for Mike and I, I wouldn't have known any of you guys without this, right? I mean, this is how it all started. You know, we started the podcast and that's how we met Colin and Steve. And then they brought Barron into the fold. And Jason actually is the one that introduced us to Colin and Steve. And so he's been a part of this even before we were in with them. So really, this has been such a great journey, made lifelong friends out of this. And as far as we go, this group, I'm never going to forget you guys.
1: Oh, yep. We're ending on a high note. No more one stop co op shop after today. Just
2: <laughs> <laughs> Only seven episodes, only saw seven YouTubes and three yeah. podcasts, and no, kidding, four right? streams. <laughs> yeah. And by the
0: way, I was looking at the poll and come on now. it's like 97% of the people are following the regular YouTube channel. It's like 60 or 70% on the podcast, but it's only like 24% of you. We're following one-stop co-op shop streamed. Come on, everybody.
1: Subscribe started, to the stream channel. what wrong like you, like two months people? ago. You got to give up time.
0: <laughs> two months. Two months. We should have had everybody and more. You should have told all your <laughs> friends and family about it by this
2: point. Come on. You've got plenty of time. What are you waiting for? Not how it works. No, I died. As we know. <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, everybody. Well, thanks again for joining us. And uh, we definitely.
1: We're, we're, we're... We have one more thing to do, don't we? We do. Oh, is the contest winner? Is, is there not a contest? No. A- Ooh, oh, my God.
2: What the contest? Oh, gosh. We There's so some eager right contest entrance going, what yeah. happened?
4: Yeah. I know. They right? did all the way to the end of this dang episode. <laughs> they
6: got away the The line. contest
1: winner will be in episode 201. No. <laughs> 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 Psych.
6: Go check
1: out Barrett's playthrough on <laughs> TV. Yeah. And I you'll hit find the contest
6: winner. <laughs> video. What Plus, the
2: it's actually <laughs> you on Shelf re- Story one of the sacrificial characters to the contest winner so whoever gets eaten by the lion in minute 35 is the contest winner Yeah,
0: he's gonna, he's gonna he's name gonna the flip. top four people and, and each of them are gonna have their own like character whichever one
2: doesn't
0: die whichever, no whichever one does die whichever one dies first so everybody's like, dies kill me kill me!"
4: <laughs>
3: oh my gosh we had we had a a lot of entrants
1: and then anybody who is a member of our discord got an extra entry so that made it even more complicated but i want to first of all read this person's top 10 i thought that'd be kind of fun right since they're the winner y'all okay with that
6: yeah Uh, yeah, Yeah, go for it
1: so uh, a lot of uh, things that we said some things we didn't say street masters number 10 there you go steve Oh, now I feel bad. Uh they put uh, Star Wars, the Dark Side Rising is their number nine, which is the Darth Vader uh <laughs> version oh. of uh, Thanos Rising. <laughs> so sorry.
3: Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, us make it enemies of heroes. Right? Yeah. Uh,
1: that's great. But let's let's see how much worse we can make it. Uh eight is Shadowrun Run Crossfire, which I actually still want to play. I still haven't tried that one. Okay. Seven, I think you like this a lot, Jason. Pandemic the cure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it a lot. Six, Kyle, I I don't think you like this one very much because of how quickly it can end. Uh, Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) That's all right. Uh, Number five, number five, uh, Dice Throne Adventures.
4: Ooh, good choice.
1: Number four, Imperial Assault with the Mm -hmm. app. Number three, oh, we didn't get to this one. Uh, I bet Steve had it highest of all of us. Marvel United.
5: Mm -hmm. Yep, that's high on my list. Uh,
1: Two, Aeon's End. And number one, everybody's number one, apparently, except us gloomhaven
0: <laughs> <laughs> these our number I, one our collective here, number one
1: i didn't even mean to do Bear. this but i, I wonder if I, I think this is fun now and i mean to do this i wonder if the person listening now knows that they won because they just heard their list they just heard their top of so of fun, you'll right?
0: find out next week on episode oh 201 <laughs> 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 come back to see if you were right oh.
1: so it is jamie gillette Jamie. Congratulations, Congratulations, Jamie. You're congrats, congrats. 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 getting a uh, $50 gift certificate to the online store of your choice. We'll be in touch soon, emailing you. Congratulations, Jamie. And yeah, it's it's been amazing, guys. Like everyone said, I've made some of my favorite, or basically all my favorite gaming friends through this whole thing. And I don't know if I've made my wife a better friend, since now suddenly I'm recording videos like every night, basically. Yeah. But <laughs> that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> I have... I have wonderful people to talk to on Zoom, so what more do I need? We need a marriage? Yeah.
0: Coming next week.
1: <laughs> how to deal with a Single
6: divorce. Yeah. Single yeah,
1: yeah. uh, A deep discussion on shelf stories, gaming and divorce.
6: <laughs> shelf oh, Mike, the co-host. The shelf oh, oh
0: This is how we're going to end episode 200, nice. <laughs>
2: we are going to end on a big thank you to every single person who has been with us Thank you to Colin, who started the One Stop Co-op Shop and then absorbed everybody into the YouTube. Thank you to Peter and Mike for starting off the a cooperative-only podcast. I hadn't heard anything like that before. There'd been a lot of solo, not co-op, so I just gravitated towards it. as soon as I kind of saw it very, very early. Thank you to Steve and to Baird for kind of rounding out the family. Every single person here contributes, uh, contributes something unique contribute something fun it's like you know we all love co-op games we all bring such a different perspective and such a different vibe and it kind of all kind of comes together troll style if you saw trolls world tour all the different (laughs) strings come together and they make the nice happy uh wonderful like song so uh on behalf of every single person here to the shelf stories audience to the one-stop co-op shop audience thank you so much 200 episodes of the podcast hopefully 200 more maybe Lots, if, and if, lots if, of videos. If you
1: keep doing uh, an extra episode every week, so we get to we'll it get in hundred
2: weeks, easy, <laughs> easy. <laughs> so, uh, on behalf of everybody here, thank you so much. We will see you all at the next stop. Bye.
0: Yeah. Bye. Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one stop or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week for another top five list. Hey, I'm Peter. Hey,
1: <laughs> <laughs> not just me, not just me. It's not always Mike. <laughs> we,
0: we we already got into our bloopers. Hey Mike. Yeah, buddy. We made it to our retirement episode.
2: Woohoo! That's it. It's over. No more podcast. We can't monetize this crap.
1: We're We're not monetizing zero dollars on this podcast. What a waste!
0: (laughs) Join us next week to see if we're still here.